1: Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Believe in UCLA football podcast, a new football podcast um, through the Believe Network. My name is James H. Williams. Um, I'm a reporter for the Orange County Register and the Southern California News Group. I'm joined by my co-host and former UCLA linebacker, Josh Woods. Josh, tell the people what's up and a little bit about yourself if you don't mind.
0: How's everybody doing? I'm just excited, you know, for this opportunity to start Mm -hmm. this podcast with you, James. Like you said, UCLA Bruin. I signed in 2015, played until the 2019 season right before COVID. Mm -hmm. I played linebacker there. Um, Going into why I signed to UCLA, I mean, being a SoCal kid from the Inland Empire, pretty local. I wanted to go somewhere where, I mean, of course, where football was, you know, big and was sending you know guys in my position and things like that to the next level lbu man. i wanted yeah exactly what i'm saying <laughs> i'm going somewhere where i'm seeing some of the best in the country you know where they're getting developed at that along with i wanted to go to a, a good school you know academic wise mm-hmm. um that was really important to me and there's only a few on the on like the west coast that i believe that like are on that level so i mean it was pretty much like ucla or try to get into stanford for me
1: so so usc was never an option but <laughs>
0: the, the, the thing about that is my both my parents went to usc and that's how they met so okay. i grew up i grew up a die die hard sc fan
1: yes my my family did too we we're like all us usc and i'm like i don't know i mean it's, it's hard not
0: to in in the era that we
1: yeah were here i mean mm-hmm. And and during like growing up, I mean the they heyday. were like the team, right? Like you know what I'm
0: saying, every mm-hmm. who didn't who if you're in Southern yeah. California,
1: let alone across the
0: country, who didn't want to be Reggie Bush mm-hmm. growing up? So, like I said, diehard SC fan growing up, probably wasn't until high school where I started, you know, coming to myself and then right and really understanding and learning about like how college works and mm-hmm. football and not just what teams are like, but like what teams and situations would cater to me my style of play right. and UCLA when when Jim Moore was there the Bruin Revolution he everything he invited in the program was exactly I saw myself fit I see I could see the play styles of Anthony Barr and Eric Kendricks and Miles Jack I mm-hmm. loved how watching them and seeing how they were playing and I felt like I could fit that system where that school across the street that I mentioned before <laughs> I feel like I didn't fit uh, chemistry wise, I don't think I'd fit, Mm -hmm. you know, in that, in that system. Um, so I felt like I made the best decision for me. Um, and down to the wire, uh, the only school that I was considering was Oregon, which is ironic because UCLA at the, at the back end of my career, UCLA having shipped Kelly come and then having a coach like Don Pelham who Mm -hmm. recruited me to go to Oregon, so it's like, even though I picked to come to UCLA, <laughs> right. I still got the You still got it, right? From Yeah, from Oregon. Mm-hmm. So um, that was my journey to UCLA. At UCLA, I had a lot of ups and downs playing there between coaching changes, teammates coming and going, and just injuries. Had two season-end injuries with my shoulder and my knee. Yep.
1: Uh, you were going to say something? No, yeah, I, I think like, so for me personally, when I was asked, hey, do you, you know, the Believe uh, Believe Network came, came along randomly one day and just asked, like, hey, do you, you want to do UCLA football podcast? You know, we're going to, we do podcasts. We, you know, we, we, we kind of partner a media member more or less up with um, a former player from that program that the podcast is going to be about. And from, I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I've covered, um ucla football since 2019 which was your last year there with the program that's when i started um and yeah it it was just it was kind of like yeah i'll do the podcast but i'm like i really kind of wanted to be with someone that i i'm kind of familiar with i i know their story like i know you know how i can i'd be able to bounce off that person right and for me was like no-brainer first thought josh woods just I covered you in high school a little bit when you were at Upland High. Um, both you and former uh, Washington State quarterback uh, Tyler Halinski. I remember you guys. You guys were on our um, our Inland Empire for the for the Inland Valley Daily Bulletin, San Bernardino Sun, high school magazine cover. Um, we had some of those guys. We had some of you, or it was it was actually it was like Tyler Halinski, Lo Kenny, and Damian Alloway. Yeah, was Damian also Allaway. a former UCLA guy too, right? Oh, so yeah, yeah. Damian Alloway and Lil Kenny were both uh, UCLA guys as well. I believe you—you you were probably in there on the cover. I'm oh, not on the cover, but on that um, Upland page because you guys were were pretty solid mm-hmm. that year. Um, but speaking of Upland, and, and again, so just with that being said, and a lot of what we talked about there is going to be kind of like the foundation and and the kind of like how we're where we're going to go with this podcast, right? It's going to be kind of things that we know about each other just from i'll maybe throw questions at you from your time in high school or what i remember us talking about at the time while you're at ucla and using some of your experience at ucla to kind of relate or put things into perspective with whatever the current situations are um, during this off season and during the the actual um gameplay game regular season and whatnot so yeah that's kind of the direction of the podcast but you know we talked a little bit about your story you you were a, a part of it, or you are part of a family that grew up watching usc um you guys made the jump to ucla but i'm i'm you kind of talked about it, you kind of or you kind of hinted at it and, and the first question that came to mind when you said this was uh you started you know you grew up with usc but then as you you know kind of learned more about the linebacker position and and who are some of the guys and 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 that UCLA was a place to be if you're a linebacker, for example. Um, how did that interest start uh, from from UCLA side? How do they reach out to you? How do you get in contact with with Jim Mora? Like, how does that? How do how do you become a Bruin? Does Jim Mora send you a letter like they used to do back in the day? I do. I guess they still send scholarship or interest letters and stuff like that in the mail, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, my time
0: was still still a lot of mail. Um, mm-hmm. Social media was like starting to become the thing as far right. as like some coaches are messaging you on Facebook and then some started messaging you on uh, Twitter, but the way that I uh, had the, started the relationship and started mm-hmm. getting recruited by UCLA coach Demetrius Martin coach meet who, okay. I mean, if you're a real UCLA fan and in the past decade, you know, that name. Uh, so DB coach now at university of Oregon, mm-hmm. he, comes to Upland comes see, uh, I walk into the, the, uh, weight room and he goes, you, you look like, uh, like an Anthony bar.
1: <laughs> he tells you
0: like, Oh, you look like a little, that's Anthony the first Barr. thing he tells you. First thing he tells me, he's like, Oh, I got to bring, um, like other, uh, I got to bring coach, coach brick coach Obrick who other, mm-hmm. I mean, if you've been here again in the past decade for UCLA football, you know, coach Obrick who's now, I believe the DC for the jets um like i gotta i gotta bring coach brick to see you and this is like i hadn't even so i transferred to upland right Mm -hmm. so i didn't get to play my junior year so which majority of football fans know in the recruiting of college football like you get recruited based usually off your junior tape but i didn't have junior tape and i played two years in victorville
1: and I played, I do played, do you at, know, do you, sorry to interrupt. Do you know that at the time when you're transferring do, like, you know, like the junior year is the year when they start looking like, do you know all that? Does that make you nervous? Or. I mean, yeah. I mean, as a kid, like it,
0: it hurt. I didn't know transferring and moving
1: mm-hmm. that I would
0: have to sit out the season. Yeah. Um, Cause now, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can, the transfer rules are a lot different even in high school.
1: Yeah. It's changed quite, it's changed quite a bit over the last couple of years. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I'm like – I mean, I was pretty much heartbroken as a kid So I'm thinking, like, dang, mm-hmm. this, this might ruin my chances and this and that. But um, thank God for the opportunities that I had and um, college coaches seen me and took a chance for me, especially because I only had running back film from my first okay. years of high school. <laughs> so going – transferring schools my junior years is when I really started playing linebacker. And then even before I started, I even had tape like, like i said coaches were coming and mm-hmm. seeing me and being like off of the eye test alone like oh, oh wow. you can be you look like you can be this like we can develop you this it's like mm-hmm. i said coach Meat sees me um says i need to bring coach brick coach brick sees me and then <laughs> like he's juice and though if anybody knows coach albrick like he's like as soon as he sees you he's gonna put his hands on you start wrestling with you like fighting you you mm-hmm. know like just to seeing like what your energy is right right and uh i mean we had like a great relationship i still um like every now and then, still still have communication with him, especially mm-hmm. Coach for Me. He's like an uncle to me. Um, really, really good people. But that's how I started getting recruited, and then they had me come for uh, the summer the summer camps that they run mm-hmm. for they evaluate um, recruits like high school kids.
1: Yeah, like uh, what like local days or something like that, where the just yeah, yeah the, the local talent kind of comes out. Yeah, where
0: they whatever they're, they
1: call it, everyone's calls it a little something. Yeah, different.
0: so. Um, I go to I go to that, and that's when I really start meeting Coach Mora and even some of the other players. Like I remember that day I met John Brown, I met uh, Eric Kendricks, uh, you know some of the other some of the other guys. But I I mean I did my I did my that was one of my best like camps that I ever went to. And, like <laughs> you were I did showing my, out that day, huh? My thing, and from then on, like Coach Rick and Coach Mora were even saying like like we want to like we we want to like offer you, but we can't because. We haven't seen you play uh, oh. like actual linebacker, whatever, right? So fast forward, it's probably like a week or two, like a week or two after, and Brick is like on me, like calling me, Aaron, <laughs> and telling me every few days, like, like I'm really excited about me, like da da da, like I want you this and that, but he's like waiting, you know, for Coach Mora, or whatever, mm-hmm. and then like I think yeah, like some like a few weeks later, I get the call, like, oh, like we're offering you, and I was like, I'm like I'm committing today, like I knew I wanted I wanted okay. to stay local a lot because my my um grandparents both my grandparents mm-hmm. were still alive at the time mm-hmm. before they wanted to be with the lord but um i wanted to be somewhere close so they could come see games yeah. so it made sense pasadena i mean it's like you know the closest place from the, to mm-hmm. the Alien empire to for your grandparents to come watch you play
1: very much yeah. so
0: i remember i was on the phone coach Brick told me that coach moore tells me calls me and tells me and i'm like yeah i'm committed right now and i called my dad i told him like you didn't but even
1: like, talk to your dad for
0: <laughs> no, I, I already had it made up my mind. Okay. But it, the thing is, like my my dad wanted he wanted me to make the decision for me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like he always like encouraged me for like you know what things to look for, you know. Mm-hmm. But he didn't he didn't tell me he wanted me to stay close or he didn't tell me, you know, what schools he wanted to. Like I said, he's a se guy. Mm-hmm. So uh he Yeah. He didn't, he didn't want to push anything on me. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I mean, I could have went, I could have, if I, you know, a lot of schools around the country, I mean, had interest in me and they were just pretty much waiting on me to waiting on me to play. So um, I was getting interest from, you know, Tennessee's Oklahoma's Notre Dame's like, you know, Vanderbilt, like some pretty big schools and around the country. And like I said, Stanford was another one. They just, Mm-hmm. Stanford being Stanford, they just, they kept asking me to uh, retake my SAT. Oh. And, I, and I was like, I was like, uh, like, like I had a, I had, I had a good, like I had a 4.3 mm-hmm. GPA in high school. Like, yeah.
1: I, I remember that about you. You, you always were pretty solid academically. Um, but having to read, so you already took it once and they want you to retake I took it. it? So
0: I took it as a sophomore. And then oh, wow, my mom had signed me up something for my junior. I didn't know, like it was a day I wasn't <laughs> ready and I just took it anyways. And I was like, my score at the time was like a 1600 or something mm-hmm. um and i was like this is good to get into pr- like any school other than ivy league and i remember right. that the that was because the ivy league schools were coming too oh wow and like i'm getting like handwritten's from like harvard and, and yale and all these other stuff Princeton and, like, or
1: whatever yeah yeah
0: and they're telling me like if you want to come here like we're just gonna need you to retake your sat and it's like i know i could have retaken it and probably gotten higher but it was just mm. like i just as a kid i just yeah. Was like
1: yeah
0: and the thing that the thing that really got me off of them, uh, the Yale coach was coming a lot, right? He was coming. It felt like every week he was coming to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And then one time I asked him, I was like, um, what are your thoughts on if I was able to play both ways? Because I was seeing the caliber of no, no diss to any of the Ivy League schools mm-hmm. for football, but I just felt like I could play both ways. Like I've I seen Miles Jack doing it at UCLA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he's a super, super athlete. You know, and I got to witness it when I was at UCLA. Like, I'm thinking for the Ivy League, I could play a little bit of running back and linebacker. Like I, I, thought I could do it. And he kind of, he he kind of laughed about it. And like I remember at that point, I was that like, was
1: it, huh? Hey, yeah, I, yeah, I was like, because it, I, I, but, the, but, and, and, so, look, I've never been recruited. I, I, I was like negative zero stars, right? Like no one was ever looking at me coming out of Downey High School. I was like five two, um, if that barely over a hundred pounds my junior and senior year. So I can, there's no way at all that I could relate to, to being recruited, but I can only imagine being in your situation and you have all these schools, you have to kind of find reasons where it's like, uh, yeah, let's cross this one off. And if a school like that, like if they're not willing to take you seriously or they, you know, if like you you're, you're coming at them with something like, Hey, if you guys are interested in me as a player, and, and then, and you kind of say, Hey, I'm interested in doing that. And then they laugh in your face. Like I'd cross them off my list too. Like that's a no-go for me too. If they're not about it.
0: Yeah. So it was just like, Oh wow. That's how you, you feel. Okay. <laughs> All right. Don't, don't come back no more. Right.
1: You know, did, back, no. Did, did you tell them that? Or did you not have to the no, phone? I,
0: I told, no, I told, I told, um, one of our coaches, mm-hmm. And I told him how I felt. I was like, I kind of felt disrespected on mm, the way that he, mm-hmm. he laughed at me. Um, So, like.
1: It just stopped after that.
0: <laughs> I don't really. I was like, yeah. uh can you tell him, like, I'm not really interested no more? Mm-hmm. And I mean. That was a bit That's the way to go because, about it. Yeah. But but at that point, I also understood that I was pursuing football as mm-hmm. a career. Yes. And I knew that if I wanted to pursue um going to ivy league school what i was i I mean i was kind of putting football i mean there's a few guys that come that have coming out of the ivy league um Mm -hmm. the linebacker foyer i don't know his last name who just signed a big deal with the jaguars he was with the Mm -hmm. falcons he's a yale guy
1: but it's Um, rare though it's like as i'm saying it's really rare rare. the same
0: thing was with um military school i was gonna say just
1: like the military service one of
0: one of my teammates um and one of my good um, friends elijah jones yes
1: uh, yes he chose mm-hmm.
0: to go the navy route mm-hmm. and he's i mean he's doing really good and successful mm-hmm. and and um excelling in you know the navy now but i remember just like because he was either ivy league or um military school mm. but he understood what he was signing up for mm-hmm. and me i was like i don't think i want to um give up on pursuing mm-hmm. you know football I i want it I want my priority to be, it, I know, was, yeah, I
1: to was gonna be say.
0: football and not, because, I mean, when they were talking about, yeah, they're like, yeah, and during the summers like, you're going to be interning in New York, and, you know, this is how we set up guys for jobs and this and that, and I'm like, that is great, but, but I don't think <laughs> I would be personally happy mm-hmm. doing that, yeah. you know, like, I wanted, you know, summers to be, because I'm saying, like, yeah, like, there's summers, they don't have uh, football training like that. They oh, really? A, hmm yeah and also like their scholarship situation is different it's there's no actual scholarship it's it's based on how much your parents make
1: oof like yeah. sports
0: can help you get in yeah but right. it's not it's not like you're signing
1: um gotcha, you know, so I, I didn't really know that so that I know that that makes that makes sense now, but no i, I but see. So here's the thing. Maybe I I didn't, you know, I really had no interest. Again, I, my, all of my uncles and stuff, they were all USC all the time. Like they're like, they didn't really talk about UCLA unless it was like UCLA USC game week. But the thing I've learned from covering UCLA and, and I give Chip a lot of credit for this. Not that Jim Moore and other coaches and stuff haven't, haven't done this, but um, I can tell from Chip Kelly, he always, at least it comes across as like he always thinks at the not thinks of the athletes as not just athletes first, but as students. But also there there seems to be a lot of pride, and I and I see this a lot from someone like Chase Griffin um, that we're the number one public great. university, right? Great, like, great, yeah. And and, Chase, and who Chase better Griffin, than great? Davis? Yeah yes chase Griffin, great
0: guy hopefully like i said one day he's gonna he's gonna be the president of the United you guys
1: States. call him mr Pre- like it wasn't that his nickname or something mr president or president. Like, I'll,
0: i will vote for chase Griffin one day it's just the way that he carries himself and the way he does his you. business and presents himself he mm-hmm. he has that uh, like obama-esque you know like there's
1: just something uh, there's just that, that the energy the way, the, has, energy. The, way the professionalism
0: mm-hmm. and the way he carries himself but he's mm-hmm. also like i mean a really cultured and cool guy like he's not a, you know a robot with it but right like he's just a great yeah he's just a great guy
1: and actually when you were talking i was trying to think like was it? i think wasn't him i think he might have had like ivy league offers too or something i think he might be the guy i'm thinking because there was like someone i believe like, it i believe it who like i'm like yeah he had like it was like maybe yeah, I mean, ucla there's, 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 there's quite, been quite a few guys. Guys. Uh,
0: yeah there's been quite mm-hmm. a few guys because like i said like ucla is a top
1: Oh, for sure. That's what I've learned. It's that's it, that's the thing I've learned. Be, like, is, is, it, it's pretty like elite.
0: UCLA sells itself. Like like I was saying, mm-hmm. like when it came to I wanted it to be a top sports school and a top academic school. Mm-hmm. There's really only two that are on the level. SE might be third, but like
1: yeah,
0: UCLA and Stanford mm-hmm. have the highest academics, athletics, and yeah. really culture and history. Like in the country as far as think about all of the heroes and the high
1: caliber people oh yeah like that, that you could, ruins you could just like walk, that yeah
0: it, yeah as i'm saying and
1: i was gonna, have you ever walked on the campus and like seen someone maybe you weren't really expecting to see? i've seen
0: that's the thing like <laughs> people ask me this all the time like who is the i can like name you a top person mm-hmm. from probably every sport or industry wow. i have I have been with Tom Brady. I have um, gotten treatment next to Kevin Durant and talked to him before a draft. Oh, wow. I, have, I have walked outside and had Serena Williams wink at me. And I swear she winked at me. <laughs> it, was, it was just me. And it was just her. I don't know why. It was at the perfect time. She was walking to the tennis <laughs> courts, And I was leaving out of the back of the training room. Mm-hmm. The pasta, and everybody knows those buildings are it's like right next to each other and she winked and then it, it, it took a while for me to register who she was
1: right because because you don't expect to see that let alone I mean, someone you, randomly wink like, at you yeah, yeah like but you, you expect being still so like you expect you
0: expect to see people you just don't know who mm-hmm. and like i said i've seen paul pogba play on the soccer field i've seen um justin bieber out there i've seen justin, yeah let's let's see say, i wouldn't like, expect yeah you get you're like where you like where you are Coach probably mm-hmm. calls it westworld mm-hmm. you are in between the richest and the best parts yes. you know of the country like country as far as being Brentwood, Bel Air, Beverly Hills so everybody uses UCLA for yep. I don't know I don't know what it like people will come to UCLA just to be UCLA not not even like people are using like for sports and stuff and of course with the UCLA facility with ship coming I mean there's NFL guys that use the fields and the weight room and stuff like that, like every day, track. You know, that some of the best people in track, like the uh, Sydney McLaughlin, uh, yeah. Allison Felix, like mm-hmm. they're there every day training. Um,
1: it's go ahead,
0: the NBA teams, whenever they're playing, yeah. Lakers or the Westbrook
1: just shows up, right? Like it'll just show and up the, the summer, the summer, the right? summer so stuff. Yeah,
0: I've, I've seen, I've seen, I saw the late great Kobe Bryant come to a, uh, come to a best girls, girls basketball game, mm-hmm. they're playing UConn. Like, yep. I've seen the highest celebrity, the highest athletes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, and then academically, like, we have some of the top professors, like, in right. the world. Like, I had the uh, Professor Jewett, who is the guy who led the study of Pluto not being a planet. He was... a oh, word? I had two classes with him. I'm saying, like... That's crazy. And then, like, just the, the history of it, as far as, I mean, MLK, you know, mm-hmm. had a speech there. Uh, that the Black black panthers were a big thing um on campus two mm-hmm. black panthers got killed on campus wow um didn't know that. like the history there's so much history at ucla we created the internet like you know oh, wow. ucla like first of all ucla should sell itself
1: It it's it already does, yeah
0: <laughs> but then once you once like as i'm saying like for a coach who's recruiting i feel like it shouldn't mm-hmm. be that hard to get a kid to come to ucla especially now with the name image and likeness yes you're in la mm-hmm. hollywood you know, the city, it, you know, all these big corporations and stars. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, we're going to talk about this probably in later. Episodes, yeah. Oh,
1: we definitely will. Yeah.
0: Between, I think UCLA and USC with this whole transfer portal and kids coming for NIL. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we should be the two powerhouses in the country for for all student athletes, because. I feel like the
1: it's L.A. Yeah. Like you want <laughs> to be a LA, star. Right you know, so. But so you mentioned the facilities. You also mentioned Tom Brady. For me, the thing that I always find crazy is the fact that you'll have someone like Tom Brady just kind of out there one day. And sometimes that's what I love about when I would when I'm out covering the team is the practices are so early in the morning, but I'll stay all day and sometimes just kind of finished writing my story, doing my reporting. And then I just like walking around or just sitting in my sitting in my car at the top of the structure, like kind of overlooking the field sometimes Mm -hmm. not that I've ever seen Tom Brady but I know obviously there's all the videos of him on social media where he's always doing stuff that goes viral at UCLA but you just never know what you may see or I always see all these tinted window SUVs and stuff and I'm like that's got to be somebody famous like and I'll kind of like wait to see who it is and I'm like I don't know who it is but I'm still pretty certain that somebody famous like it's it's always just kind of crazy like I just like you know, I'm, I'm waiting out the traffic as it is. So I'm just like looking to see, and like, I see all these people and it's kind of like, like what you said with Serena Williams, like, it's like, you're, you kind of see somebody and you're like, maybe they look a little familiar, but you can't exactly. Um, like kind of put it together at the moment. And it's like, sometimes like after the fact, but I remember Kyle Phillips saying. Uh, recently, or I think it was like in a headline or an article I read where he's like, Oh yeah. Like I ran into Bill Belichick at practice. Because I think he spoke to the team. I don't know if it was the same reason or you know, like the Bengals were there for the Super Bowl. They they spent the week at UCLA practicing. I'm sure the Patriots maybe did se- that several times when they. Well, no, they weren't really in LA, but I think it's like, the, anytime the there's with, a reason to, to yeah, come when, out that playing,
0: way. If you're playing the Rams or the Chargers, right. teams will teams you're will come through there, and, right? and practice there, mm-hmm. or coaches will pop in, you know, um, for practice, and especially with it being chip and his relationships with exactly you know right. all these nfl guys where they they really care about what chip thinks about players about mm-hmm. even just like coaching in general um like I said we've had eric spolstra come oh
1: wow practice and that's like kind of that would be like super random like i would not expect yeah, that's what i'm saying i <laughs> seen him
0: and i was like i know him and then it was like yeah that's eric spolstra and it's like mm-hmm. like i like i was saying before is like chip is one of one and people you know like i said he's a he's a figure in Mm-hmm. not only college football but in, just sports, in sports where yeah. his name is known mm-hmm. he's a household name you know so that, people will, will come just
1: to hang out with chip kelly just to come catch a vibe or something right like that that's what russell westbrook did when he became a laker the next day he was at ucla at football practice like the very like he signed i guess he uh, i guess was, was he was at houston or wherever he was at at the time but no he wasn't houston. i forgot where he was at but yeah, he gets traded or whatever. He's coming in. Um, I, again, I don't really remember, but I just know Westbrook was there. And I think I think we we only have so much time to watch practice. So it was yeah. like right after we left, like, oh, Russell Westbrook was on. And then the social media that's, that's team has thing, videos and like, stuff. I'm like, like what? People, I, like, I don't think
0: the media and y'all ever know the people that we have coming to practice. And the thing is, it's not even a distraction to <laughs> us, though. It's right. like... Like we had like Mark Wahlberg, like at practice and then talk to us, you know, and it's like like things like that, like there's like that stuff happens frequently Mm -hmm. any day. It could be
1: just random. Just, just because.
0: uh, Yeah. Some type of celebrity was in LA Mm -hmm. and you know, they're East coast and they know from this and that, or they just wanted to see practice and they are there watching practice. And the thing is like, I think it, it becomes so regular for us that we don't even, it's not even. I don't know. It doesn't affect us. We're still yeah. locked into what we're doing as far as it's hard as
1: can... it's hard to get starstruck anymore when you've kind of seen it all like at that point. Right.
0: Yeah. When you're, when you're shaking, shaking hands with, with, yeah. you know, <laughs>
1: right. Holly Holmes and people,
0: it's just like, you know, it, it didn't, it didn't really affect us. It, I mean, it was mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Like I said, but um, it wasn't even a distraction. And like, I'm saying it wasn't getting like
1: posted all over, all, yeah. you know, all over right. the place. And I, mean, I definitely would have been, I, if, it, but I think that's why they, they wait till we leave. Because I, you know, I wouldn't make a too big video, but I'm just like, oh, uh, you know, brand new Laker, Russell Westbrook just happens to be here on campus today watching football practice. But um, it's
0: it's the people you <laughs> least expect it, like Gary Vee's like the, you
1: know, it's like. Gary Vee would know. be awesome. Though. I think I was actually, I was upset one day because I think it was like a day I didn't go. No, it was a day like I found out like after that, I'm like Gary Vee was on campus and I, I was heavy into his like his content at the time and stuff. And I'm like, uh-huh man like that would have been it for me like just a just a he's gary is like he's, he's hilarious to me but just dudes like that like again yeah a lot of people probably don't even know who gary v is but then there's probably other people on the team who are like oh my god like gary you know gary v um real quick we have a few minutes left do you have maybe a quick story about your time at ucla we were talking about a little bit about it before obviously we both live in the ie to some degree but uh, so you spent some time early on at UCLA in San Bernardino, and then all of a sudden these facilities are there on campus. Can you just tell me a little bit about that and, and the timeline for you, and how much you've seen it change just within the football program?
0: I mean, at one point I was the longest tenured Bruin. You were <laughs> on campus, or on in the football facility. As far mm-hmm. as the only person who was there as long or like in my whole window mm-hmm. was the trainers and uh, the video staff Mm -hmm. so like all the coaches had had, even if they came back like coach Foster was there when I first stepped on campus spring 2015 Mm -hmm. Um, but he had left and then came back I played and got coached by um, Jerry Neuheisel
1: right Mm -hmm. so
0: going from being a teammate (laughs) to being a player under him was cool to see but it's like the way he he the way he is now is how he was like he already had that coach vibe that mm-hmm. leader vibe to him
1: Son so a it a coach wasn't,
0: it wasn't yeah it wasn't much of a difference like he already sounded like his dad so mm-hmm. he stepped into that naturally um what else
1: in the washington facility like you seen like you guys just start practicing there like what your sophomore junior year
0: junior year. so um it was promised to, I think, the class, <laughs> two classes before us, Uh-oh. that the facilities would be done. They didn't break ground until that class was graduating. And Dang. then we got it and moved into it our junior year, and it wasn't even done yet. So, I we went from having camp, I mean, using, still using those fields, mm-hmm. to going to camp for San Bernardino, and then practicing on the IM field while it was getting built. And then we finally got the facility, and then with Chip, loved it and then the hotel being built too we just stayed in that area all the time so I mean I've seen like I said I've seen facilities built (laughs) I've seen coaches come and go I've seen players come and go and like I said I was the longest tenured I I had been there longer than everybody so I think like I embodied like what like the Bruin culture was for a while Mm -hmm. Um, having been there so long I you know it meant a lot to me
1: that's great stuff, Josh. No, I, I really appreciate you not only doing this podcast with me, but uh, for sharing a little bit of your story and and you know answering some of the questions that I had for you, just kind of regarding uh, your journey from from Upland to UCLA. And uh, maybe in the in a in the next couple episodes or so, we'll we'll learn a little bit more about what you're up to next. But yeah, man. Again, thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you um being here and uh yeah any thoughts for for the podcast or for the people listening at home before we go just excited I mean to be doing this and Mm -hmm. I mean we're gonna
0: keep it I feel like real as far as if we're not Mm -hmm. gonna be you know overly biased we are you know like I said I'm a Bruin alumni so that makes me a Bruin fan but at the same time I know like the reality of the sport I know the reality of the team and I want the best for the program the best for um ucla in general so um i just hope for the future you know people don't get too mad at us even though if we're just being honest you know um i'd rather it be real genuine and the truth than, mm-hmm. i mean uh to be you know sugar-coated for you know brewing fans only <laughs> right
1: yeah no i mean and hopefully you know uh, those who have stuck around it and have an understanding of college football Um, just they'll know how it goes right and and I think for me as someone you know I kind of have my I lean very heavy on my media background so for me I always try to stay in the middle on everything and just kind of look at it from both perspectives right or wrong and you know if I feel like something's going the right way I'll be sure to say that but um you know, if, if things are looking a little ugly. We'll we'll be sure to address some yeah, of that, a, some of that be, too, right? I'm gonna
0: have some hot takes where it's it's mm-hmm. how I feel, and you mm-hmm. I mean people may agree or not agree, but understand it's coming from I mean a brewing a brewing heart. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Where, like I said, I mean if if things aren't how I feel they should be, or to a standard that I feel um, UCLA should be at, mm-hmm. then. I'm a voice, my, my concerns. And, and now as an alum, you know, I'm not, I'm not so, so much, uh, restrained or held back of, you mm-hmm. know, having my own opinion outside of the teams. I, and then like my, my opinion won't tarnish the team or the right. reputation as it may have before. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I can
1: be completely honest for myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no. And I like, again, I think that's the most important thing. Right. And, um, and you you kind of said it there, we're going to keep it real and honest. And um, sometimes the fans may not agree with us or they may agree with, uh, with us, but I think that's the one thing I, I love about doing podcasting, especially with this one. Um, and again, you shared some of your story with us. And so um, I think that adds a whole lot of credibility to what this podcast is and, and you being able to use your experiences to, to kind of evaluate and analyze certain situations when it comes to UCLA football. With that being said, we also want to be interactive with you guys as well um, when it comes to your guys' thoughts about the team and and everything going on um, throughout the off season and into the college football season um, for UCLA football. So Josh, where can they go and find you at on social media if they wanted to reach out to you with questions or maybe do a little bit of ranting about a hot take you may have had
0: you can let me hear it at on Twitter (laughs) at underscore Woodsy underscore J and Instagram um, at Woodsy underscore J. Um, So, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, and the same goes for me. You can um, let me know how you guys are feeling as well. And and if you guys have interesting points or questions, uh, we'll be doing some sort of Q and a stuff um, episodes as well. Feel free to reach out to me as well at J H W reporter. And uh, we'll have everything you guys need regarding UCLA football, whether it's on the field, off the field and everything in between Uh, with that being said we appreciate you guys tuning in giving us a listen make sure you subscribe um, like follow wherever you are on your favorite uh, platform and podcast streaming service Um, yeah let us know this has been believe in ucla football episode two and we look forward to so many more episodes for you guys in the near future thank you so much